Welcome to the next episode of Evolving Life. In this second episode, we're going to continue with the series on the factors preventing us from achieving what we want from life. In this episode, we are talking about fear. Here we go. Welcome to Evolving Life Podcast. Our lives are always changing and we are always evolving. How we adapt is the lessons we learn along the way. It is the key to living our best life. This podcast is the source of encouragement you need to make your evolving life less complicated. My name is Merlene and I am your host. Join me as I share the experiences, the lessons, and ideas for living an optimal life. Let's recap what this series is about. I wanted to bring into our consciousness internal factors or negative mindsets preventing us from achieving what we want in life. There are two things that can stand in our way of achieving our aspirations. And I identify these two things as external and internal factors. These two factors can shape our lives either positively or negatively in so many ways. As an example, when we think negatively, it's an internal factor or influence that affect that affects our ability to make decisions and find solutions to the problems we face. If you haven't listened to episode three, which is the first in the series, take 20 minutes more of your time and listen. In that episode, I talk about self-doubt. It being one of the major internal factors we face when trying to achieve most of our objectives. In this episode, I want to focus on fear as the second factor. Fear is an emotion we all experience. Like self-doubt, having it or experiencing it is normal as long as it doesn't define our lives and prevent us from moving forward with the things we want to accomplish. Why would we even consider self-doubt or fear as normal? In the first episode, I said that having self-doubt is normal because it's basically keep us grounded. It keeps us from developing a superior complex. We put fear in the same category as normal because it is a protective instinct or emotion that simply is doing its job of keeping us safe and away from danger. Unfortunately, our fears have no distinctions. It's unable to identify something new or doing something different from when we are actually in danger and need to implement our fight or flight or our survival instinct. When we experience fear, it is an emotional component that leaves it entirely up to us to decide if we need to pay attention to it or put it aside for when we truly need it. There are different emotional components of fear. And I believe that inside of our brains, the fear we experience is the same. Let me delve further into what I mean by fear not having any distinction 
in our brain. The fear I would experience if someone asked me to stand in a room full of hundreds of people and give a presentation does not differ from the fear someone would feel if they are afraid of spiders and suddenly there is one crawling up that person's arm. My heart rate would still elevate for that presentation and you can bet the heart rate of the person with the spider issue is also very high. Yeah, the spider may cause a faster reactionary response, but it's still unadulterated fear. Here's another example. Having fear of going to the dentist is like the fear you feel if you put on a pair of ice skates for the first time and try to glide across an ice rink or even crossing a busy intersection. I would really love to hear your opinion on whether you agree or disagree that all fears are alike. You can visit um, fullerliving.com, F-U-L-L-R-L-I-V-I-N-G.com forward slash community and share your thoughts. This, this idea of fear is my opinion and I would love to hear yours and I'm sure others would as well. Anyway, back to fear. There are actually three types that I'm about to explain. First is rational fear, where you are facing an imminent threat and you instinctually need to react. It would be nuts on my part to say, keep calm, think rationally, don't panic if you're experiencing rational fear. I would actually be right there with you doing everything I can to survive and get to a safe place if I were put in a position of experiencing rational fear that requires survival. Then there's primal fear. This type of fear is programmed into our brains, meaning they are innate or hardwired into us. Again, to keep us safe. The best way to understand primal fear is to share a few examples. Think in terms of fear falling, fear snakes, spiders, horror movies. You get the picture. However, on a more serious note, loss of any kind, whether by death or separation, is considered a primal fear. Finally, there is irrational fear. This type of fear is used to describe phobias because it makes little sense to the rational mind and varies from person to person. Think to be afraid of going to the dentist or afraid of shaking someone's hands because you may catch their germs. Here's another example of what I mean when I said fear has no distinction. You cannot ask the person experiencing fear of any kind to define it. They feel it and experience it, whether it's rational, primal, or irrational. For them, Fear is fear. When we think in terms of fear as it relates to it stopping us from achieving what we want, some may wonder how and in what way. At least this is the question someone who someone would ask who doesn't let fear stand in their way. Here are three examples of how fear paralyzes us. First example, fear of failure. It's the reason most people don't achieve the things they want from life. Fear at its core is having a persistent, persistent irrational anxiety. And fear of failure is a perfect example of that. Whether it's failing at the goals we set or simply failing to measure up to the standards we set or others set for us, taken to its extreme, it can take a toll on the beliefs we have in ourselves, our emotions, and our ability to accomplish what we want. Then, there's fear of rejection. I think fear of being rejected is right up there with fear of failure. The idea of failing or being rejected imparts those 
same feelings of not being good enough and experiencing the type of psychological hurt that's frankly, is hard to explain to most people. The fact of the matter is, we are all social creatures to some extent. We want to be accepted, loved, know that others appreciate and care about us. When we don't have that or fear not having that sense of belonging, we withdraw. We choose the familiarity of avoidance. This translates into not pursuing our goals, giving up on our dreams, of doing less than we are capable of. And why? Because it's easier. It's easier to avoid the possibility of being rejected or told we're not good enough than to accept and rebuff what others may think. And finally, there's fear of success. Now I know you're asking, what person in their right mind would fear success? If you really think about it, a lot of us fear the very thing we want to achieve. Success anxiety exists. I even found a word online for it. Fear of success is also called achieve biphobia. It's not so much that success is scary, but the unknown is scary. Even we are not capable enough, worthy enough. And as a result, we self-sabotage our efforts, letting opportunities pass us by, giving up just when we are on the verge of success. I recently read a quote by Jerry Seinfeld. I think we all know who Jerry Seinfeld is. He is the prolific author, comedian, and producer in which he said, fear of success is one of the new fears I've I've heard about lately. And I think it's definitely a sign that we are running out of fears. A person suffering from fear of success is scraping the barrel off the bottom of a barrel, end quote. I don't think fear of success is a new fear. It's a type of fear that is finally being recognized as, as existent. In the past, we would categorize other people as being lazy or wasting their talent. And we would give them a bunch of other labels to describe the reason why they haven't achieved their full potential. We used to decide why someone isn't where they should be in life. While there may be fundamental issues why someone isn't at their full potential, chances are the culprit is fear itself. However, wouldn't it be nice if we were all scraping the bottom of a barrel because we wanted to delay the fact that we we are going to be successful, we will be successful no matter what? So how do we overcome our fears to achieve the things we want from life? It starts with acceptance. Accepting that fear is normal and having it isn't a sign that something is wrong with us is a first great first step. We shouldn't recognize it in any other way other than we are doing something different or reaching beyond our comfort zone. When experiencing it, we should reframe our mindset and see it as a sign that we have done something that's allowing us to grow stronger and expanding our ability to do more regardless of the outcome. Another way to overcome fear and to view acceptance is to choose to be a student and not a victim of failure. The fact is, we all fall short sometimes. How we choose to see our shortcomings or the things we didn't quite accomplish as expected is up to us. We can either choose to learn from the experience and use that knowledge to do better the next time. We can be debilitated by what we didn't accomplish and dwell in that. Or should I say, dwell in that negative mind space without seeing it as the opportunity it truly is. 
We can also choose to take small steps to reduce our fears. This is one of my favorite ways to pull myself away from fear by taking incremental steps towards what I'm trying to achieve. By doing this, I can do more and overcome fearful emotions. There are a few things that happen when we move slowly towards an objective. We not only diminish fear, but the impact of seeing immediate results can be can make a difference in whether we achieve or fail, do more or do less. Small steps allow us to advance steadily towards our goals. It also builds momentum, better habits, and allow us to plan better. In retrospect, see our goals as more attainable. So there you have it. Three ways fear paralyzes us and prevent us from achieving the things we want. Three ways to strengthen our ability to overcome fear. In getting the things we want from life, there are so many factors that can stand in the way. For many of us, these factors are singular. What's an issue for one person may not be for someone else. Still, There may be that person who simply isn't aware that perhaps something is standing in the way of achieving the things he or she want from life. And perhaps fear is why. I'm doing this series because so many of us don't realize we are personally responsible for why it is we're not achieving the things we want. And perhaps being aware of the things that we're doing that's preventing us from achieving the things we want is the first step in changing that reality. In next week's episode, I'm going to focus on another internal factor that's standing in our way. That factor is commitment. I'll see you next week. Have a great week. That's the end of another episode of Evolving Life. You can connect with us online at fullerliving.com forward slash community. You'll find the link in our show notes. While there, Don't forget to share your thoughts 